Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with MyBookie.ag. And for this week only, get a 110% sign-on bonus. 110% of your initial deposit by using code NEXTROUND. That's MyBookie.ag, code NEXTROUND. Jim Dunaway, Lance Taylor, Ryan Brown, and Rockstar. Live from the Birmingham Racecourse Casino Studios, the next round, presented by Bud Light, is on now. The world-famous Bellagio Fountains are a bunch of TV sets this week as the Super Bowl's in Vegas. And with all the times we talked to Dan Orlovsky, Brownie, I'm told today he will be trying the Big Swagoo's chicken sandwich later oh, today. I've not heard this. Dan, welcome in. Dan Orlovsky with us. Apparently uh, he hasn't either. Yeah, Dan, is this, I haven't either. This is news to Say him. From, guys, that's not the real Caesar's Palace, just so we're clear. Um, I have not heard that. I have not heard about that chicken sandwich, but I'll take it. Where did you uh, get this information, by the way? Our friend Ashley, who uh, works in the business, yeah. says, and she knows the Big, uh, the big Swagoo, says, uh, he asked Dan about trying the Big Swagoo's chicken sandwich later today. Okay. Oh, maybe somebody. I saw it on social media that, that it was with a company I think he does like uh, fish fry with. And I was like, yeah, I'd probably eat this just because I wouldn't eat most of the food that Marcus eats. So maybe <laughs> maybe there's some legs to that. Do you, do you eat bread? <laughs> Not really. Um, I, I don't I don't eat bread a ton, no. Um, some pizza, that's it. Yeah. Oh, I couldn't live without bread. It's the Bellagio Fountains, guys. Yeah. Is that the real Bellagio? Hey, so... (laughs) That's the real one. Dan, best movie that's got a Las Vegas backdrop. Best movie that's got a Las Vegas uh, backdrop is Hangover. Okay. Just just checking. That was in the running. I mean, there's some good ones. You mentioned the Bellagio. I mean, Ocean's Eleven was out there leaving Las Vegas. Great movie. Casino. Casino. Uh, yeah, I mean, there's, there's. I got one right. You did. There's some really good uh, Las Vegas movies. The Cooler. Yeah. Hey, if um, before you get to your destination here, because it's a shorter drive, I think, from New York to wherever you're going in Las Vegas, <laughs> yeah. unless you get started on traffic. That is. Uh, I, I want to. <laughs> uh, about the actual game coming up on Sunday. Uh, what what can Kansas City do? To sort of put Brock Purdy in a, in a bad situation defensively, is there is there an advantage that the Chiefs can do to confuse or make uh, Purdy, you know, have to win the game for the 49ers? Yeah, it's win first down defensively. If the Chiefs, and that's something that they uh, like foundationally and identity wise believe in, win first down. Um, Steve Spagnuolo, defensive coordinator for Kansas City, is one of those guys that when you sit down and talk with them, no matter who the opponent, you go what. Coach, what do you guys got to really hone in and focus on? He's like, yeah, stop the run. You know, and sometimes you get tired of hearing defensive guys say that because you're like, I know you have to stop the run. Like, I, I, I'm not, I know football well enough. But it, it is a core foundation of who he is. And he's one of those coaches that does, you know, a really good job of, of trying to do that uh, in a couple ways. Number one, they do it with bodies. You know, like they, they will commit people down to the football. And then the second thing is they'll do it by with run pressures, deslanting their defensive line, pressuring a corner off the edge so they can, you know, kind of secure gaps and whatnot. If if they can do that on early downs, then that's going to put them, San Francisco, in a bind two ways. Number one, Kansas City can dial up some of their more exotic pressures, and they had some of the most exotic blitzes in the NFL. And then two, 
San Francisco's offensive line is not an elite pass-protecting offensive line. Outside of Trent, they struggle. Trent Williams. You know, Kansas City's blitzes and the way that they create one-on-one matchups advantage Kansas City. So they can win first down defensively. That goes a, a long, long way for that defense. Dan Orlovsky is with us from Vegas. MyBookie.ag has brought you Dan all season long. MyBookie.ag code next round. Uh, when you sign up to get that sign-on bonus at MyBookie.ag, Dan has arrived at his destination. What is the destination? Yeah, oh, is this outside. Uh, Paris. We're at the Patty Hotel. Okay. All right. If you need to go, yeah. just tell us. You can go. No, no, no. I'm good. I'm okay. good. I just wanted to get out. I don't want to bother the driver anymore. Oh, okay. You're all good. Hey, so... Um, you Wait, know, what... Is that the real Eiffel Tower? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Yes, 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 yes. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> yes they moved into Vegas. Hey, so uh, San Francisco is known for forcing you to basically work outside the numbers. Uh, I yes. don't I don't envision Andy Reid being forced to do anything he doesn't want to do offensively. How does that battle play out? Well, I think San Francisco forces you to work outside the numbers, but also you they, they like they're not as strong outside the numbers as they are inside. You know, one of the things that's been really interesting about Kansas City's offenses, they've become so game plan specific in the playoffs. You know, against the Dolphins, it was three level throws and they ran them a bunch of different ways. And then against Buffalo, it was, you know, they're going to get a certain formation and run at their nickel. And then against, um, Baltimore, it was four strong. I, I don't, I, I don't anticipate, you know, that they're going to Andy Reid run from, you know, the opportunities to throw the ball outside the numbers. I, I think that they'll kind of, welcome that because they've done a good job of that in the playoffs also the, the way you know one of the things that's happened with Rasheed Rice is you know the guy that's become their number one receiver is like they're not asking him to break down routes anymore he's just running straight lines um and they're just trying to get the ball in his hands I, I think that's going to be something that we see out of Andy Reid and Kansas City's offense like hey let's get the ball into those guys hands and, and force this defense to go sideline to sideline now they're they're usually good at it but they're going to have to tackle really well in space against both Rasheed and Kelsey. So there will be some action outside the numbers, but they don't run from that because Patrick's so good. If I said Nick Bosa, most important defensive player for San Francisco, uh, I mean, is I would disagree. Okay, well, I was just asking because <laughs> I mean, I mean, uh, Mahomes has been so difficult to get to in the postseason. Only two sacks in yeah. three games, and you look at Bosa coming off two big sack game against Detroit. I would assume yeah. you got to be able to get him to the ground, though, right? Yeah, I, I think the most important person on that defense is Javon Hargrave, um, interior. So you mentioned Patrick's been sacked twice. No one's really gotten to him pressure-wise, and the question goes, well, why? Um, I think that the thing, part of the game plan specific stuff that is a, a, a by-factor of that is they've done such a tremendous job of helping their offensive tackles in protection by formations. And they're not singling those guys up on a consistent basis. More often than not, they'll put a tight end there to help or they'll go with Pacheco there to help. And so um, what they're saying is we're going to help those tackles. We're, they're not going to be the reasons we lose games. And they believe that their interior three, Trey Smith, Creed Humphrey, and Allegretti, now uh, you know Joe Tooney being out, that those guys, those three can handle the other two. And Baltimore had a couple moments when they got after Patrick in the, in the way that they did. So um, – you know, I think that if, if if San Francisco's defensive line is going to have moments where they impact this game, Bosa's got to do his job. But pass rush wise, I think it's got to be Hargrave winning on the inside. So back in July, we were up at SEC Media Days in Nashville, and the Sirius XM guys 
went out with the AAA affiliate, the Nashville Sounds, and they all took cuts. I forgot what the speed of the uh, the jugs was, but the only the only guy that consistently put wood on it was Dari Noka. And he swore he took no cuts before, and I'm getting to a point here. And, of course, I had a couple of cocktails, so I'm at a bar, and I was like, I guarantee you, you, you took cuts before you actually got out there. Uh, the precision passing at the Pro Bowl, you actually had the best score of any of the active quarterbacks. Did you yeah. have a couple of run-throughs before? No, I picked up the ball that, that was like the bin of balls I picked up, and I was like, you know, the reason why I did that was they were dry running all the events for television. So the television people and all the moving parts were ready for the actual event the next day. So they said, hey, would you, we're going to dry run this with the cameras and all that stuff. Would you do? And I was like, sure. So I walked over there and I picked up a ball and I was like, oh my gosh, dude, I have not thrown a ball in years. And so I was like, all right, give me like 10, 15 throws. Just me to one of our producers, 15, 20 yards away. I was just like, I got to warm up just a little bit. And so I was like, I took 15, 20 throws, just, you know, point A to point B with him. And then they were like, all right, these are the rules, horn sounds, this and that. And I was like, all right, give me the rules one more time. And they gave it to me. I was like, all right. And I, they were like, you ready? I'm like, sure. You know, because they were all, again, they were running through all these different drills. I wasn't necessarily like, hey, I can't wait to do this. And I wasn't trying to, you know, take up too much of their time. So no, no dry runs, but um I got a lucky day, man. I got a lucky day. You still got it. I will tell you, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the report. Right now, you're third on the Indianapolis Colts depth chart. <laughs> I don't want to go do that. That would be a pay cut right now for me. So. That's, right. oh, oh, that's kind of good at ESPN. Humble brag. Oh, that's a high-end talent at ESPN. Yeah. You think they put everybody well, up? The third, the third range string quarterback doesn't yeah. make as much as the public thinks they do. Yeah. <laughs> you think they put the low-end talent at Paris? No, they no. put the high-end talent at Paris. Yeah, I just want to yeah. know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, is Saban making more as a new colleague of yours? Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> do you think he'll enjoy that? I mean, you do it. Do you think a coach can can itch that competitive scratch he's got by doing that every week on game day? Um, I think he'll enjoy it. It's not going to feed that competitive you know, um, need that he has. Um, but I think he'll enjoy it. I think he'll be around, like being around that group. That group is awesome. Uh, I think he'll be like being around different campuses and whatnot and feeling the energy of, you know, the students still at, uh, on the college campuses. But it, it is not going to fill that competitive, um, you know, psycho drive that he has. No, but you know, he's, he's aware of that. Yeah. All right. He is Dan Orlovsky. See him from Vegas all week uh, leading up to the Super Bowl the rest of this week. Thank you very much. This is our final regular visit with Dan. He'll be back on. We have very much enjoyed it all season long, Dan. Thank, Thank you for you, doing Dan. this. We appreciate it. Yeah, I've had a ton of fun with you guys. It's, it's, it's been a lot. You guys ask good questions and we've had some fun. So I, I thank you guys. Yeah. Well, enjoy Vegas and enjoy the game. We appreciate it. All right, fellas. All right, man. See you. Dan with us uh, each week, courtesy of mybookie.ag. Code next round when you sign up to get that sign up. Don't forget, coming up Friday. Uh, Friday after the show, we are. This is an answer to a text you sent us the other day. Yes, we do have something in addition to the mystery fifth hour Friday. Mm-hmm. I, I forgot to mention this. What? I literally booked a tea time right when you did. Well, that. you know we've been promoting this all yeah. week. You, yeah. there's really no excuse for you not knowing. Yeah. Uh, I, I was around yesterday. What'd you shoot? Huh? What'd you shoot yesterday? Uh, I, I played. I played okay. It was my first uh, full round of the year. Yeah, I yeah. got one Saturday. It was horrible. Score. Yeah, did you? 
Yeah. Was that you trying to make me feel bad for playing golf yesterday? No, no, no. I, I was no, just uh, interested. Asked, interested no, you were not just interested. Well, I'm about interested my on this uh, Friday because I don't know if I know anything about. Yeah, Friday again. <laughs> been talking about it a lot on the show here. Uh, MyBookie.ag. You were. Oh in the yeah, game. no, I know this. Yeah, yeah the yeah. simulation. Yeah. Well, I know this. Yeah. yeah, the the MyBookie big game simulation. So here's what we're going to do. You uh, can go right now to nextroundlive.com. Nextroundlive.com slash tnrsim. That's tnrsim. All you got to do is enter your information and pick a side. It is either San Francisco minus one and a half or Kansas City plus one and a half. We're going to simulate the game. We're going to give commentary during the game simulation. Is that where I come in? Yes, sir. And if you're on the cannot be Dan Orlovsky outside of Paris on a golf course. You're, if you're on the right <laughs> side, if you're on the correct side here, you uh, you are in the contest to win a thousand dollar credit, a five hundred dollar credit, or a two hundred fifty dollar credit. At mybookie.ag, we'll give away each one of those a thousand five hundred two hundred fifty dollars. It is the mybookie.ag big game simulation coming up Friday right here on this same platform. You'll get an alert just like always. Uh, all that is coming up there on uh, Friday, which is tomorrow, as we get ready for the big game coming up this weekend. Uh, right here on the next round platforms uh, show also being brought to you by our friends at storm restoration roofing more on the super bowl in a second but i want to remind you that our super friend greg from pell city is willing to get up on your roof right now it's a free no contact excuse me free uh, free <laughs> no, no obligation no, no obligation there you go free no obligation roof inspection with our friend right there, Greg from Pell City and Storm Restoration Roofing. 205-542-3531. 205-542-3531. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. Insurance companies trust these guys uh, because they're so good at what they do for a business. And they'll fight for you, too. I've got a customer right now who's a next-round viewer uh, that is trying to get 100% on the roof. They want to pay 80 I think it's up to 90 now. Greg's out there busting it for you. He'll do that. Locally owned, as I said, he and his wife own the company here is the cell phone number it's on the screen 205-542-3531 or just look him up on facebook greg from pell city there is a lot of conversation going into this super bowl game that steve spagnola has looked at one former super bowl and the defense that was employed by this coach that this is what he's going to lean on to win the game for the chiefs this weekend this would be when he was in New York in 2007. Nope. No, it's, it's going to be uh, against his Rams. Bill Belichick's yep. defense against the Rams when he threw that quirky 6 1 defense against uh, Jared Goff, who was young in the business. I can tell you the drive charts and you for got, the Rams because I got this sent to one of my dick friends sent me this the other night. You were bad. Your team was baffled by it. Yeah. Too. Well, they they could do anything. Look, they can, and I give Wade Phillips a lot of credit. You know, the defense coordinator for the Rams, they only gave up 13 to Tom Brady. So uh, first possession, three and out. Uh, second possession, five, punt. I'll just go punt, 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 field goal, punt, interception, miss field goal. One of the most that's, boring. That's the whole game. That's the whole game. One of the most boring Super Bowls I've ever watched. Yeah. It was just, and I know you hated it because you had spent money to be there and watch your team lose. On TV, it was no better. Yeah, trust me. 12 possessions, nine punts, a miss field goal, a turnover, and one field goal. So six, six people on the line of scrimmage, some blitzing, some not, some dropping, one rover behind that, and then your DBs. And apparently Steve Spagnola does has used this defense at times throughout his career, and the Chiefs are very comfortable. They've worked on it all season long. They've thrown it out there in places. Um, but 
the the analysis I was reading from people who were breaking down the game say uh, all the NFL people that are that are covering this game they get the feeling this is what the Chiefs are working on in practice to throw at Brock Purdy to sort of put it in his hands to have to make great reads every snap. Look, Steve Spagnuolo's done an incredible job, and and you know we've said this, a lot of people have said this. This is by far the best defense Pat Mahomes has had. But here's here's Todd Munkin, and here's Kyle Shanahan, and I can't even like I got a, pretty, a big enough gap. I got a pretty good wingspan, but yeah. that's the gap between them. And Todd Munkin, for whatever reason, the NFL's leading rushing offense, decided to run it 16 times against a defense that is 27th against the run. You won't see that with San Francisco. Have you ever seen the story about Jimmy Johnson? I don't remember the Super Bowl number. Lance probably will. It was the one where the Bills and the Cowboys played in the Georgia Dome. And he was in his hotel room. This is wild. In his hotel room just watching. I don't know if it was the local news in Atlanta or if it was ESPN or whatever. I mean, this is back in the mid-90s, so ESPN wasn't like wall-to-wall the way they once were. But he saw it somewhere. It was just B-roll from practice. It was the pr- part of the practice was open to the media where normally get players are just goofing off. And he noticed Jim Kelly and Thurman Thomas working on a draw handoff, like a smoke draw type handoff, just working on the timing of it. And he's like, we haven't seen that all year on their film. Why are they working on that? It's Super Bowl practice. So he goes and tells his, his defensive coordinator, I can't remember the legendary defensive coordinator working with Jimmy Johnson. He's like, hey, work on this. I saw it on TV, and sure enough, the Bills come out and try to run it, and Dallas stones it it every time. It's so stupid. Like, you are in a Super Bowl for a reason. You've had consistency all year to get to the postseason. You've won in the postseason. Do what you do best. That's right. And and Dallas was ready for it and just stoned it every time. And Jimmy's like, if I'd not seen it on TV, we would not have spent two seconds working on it. Yeah, I will give you... shovel. Was it a shovel pass? It might have been. That's what what Nicholas is saying, shovel pass, and that Butch Davis... Was on that's that staff. Right. And that's Butch right. Davis, yep. guy. I think it. I think Nicholas is right on both of those. I think I think they were working on the timing of the little shovel right there, and he was like, "They haven't run that all year. What are, you know? Why are they working on that at the Super Bowl?" So it's not an end all be all, but you guys will give me Vegas seems to be in front of everyone, right? Yeah, I mean they get some stuff wrong. So again, Kansas City twenty seventh gets to run. Christian McCaffrey's at right now uh, mybookie.ag. His rushing yards ninety and a half. Kansas City has not given up a 90-plus yard rusher in 15 straight games. So they, they know that they're going to lean on the run. <laughs> McCaffrey's about to have a game. About to have a game. If he stays healthy, he can get nicked up pretty early in the <laughs> We've contest. been saying that for two years. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, we can, but he's got a history. And uh, got a, he's got a little back. He, he always seems to be getting that back treated on the sidelines. Dude, he plays as hard as anyone. Oh, and you think about what's the average uh, – Life expectancy uh, career-wise for an NFL running back. Well, he's been doing uh, it a long years? time. Can I just tell you, do you think I'm good at picking games? No, uh, I do I'm not. not. No. Okay, I think San Francisco is going to win. But just let me tell you, there is one person on Reddit. Nobody knows his name, but they know his user. And he's picked the Super Bowl for – this will be the 17th straight Super Bowl he's picked on Reddit. Uh, and he is infamous – Hi, I'm the guy who has incorrectly picked the last 16 Super Bowl winners. Not point spread, just outright winners. He's incorrectly picked a winner 16 straight Super Bowls, and I'm back with my Super Bowl pick. I predict that the Kansas City Chiefs will win the Super Bowl. Don't overthink this. The better team will win. The Chiefs are an absolute machine in the playoffs. I bet against them twice in the Super Bowl in the past. And to quote the who... I won't get fooled again. 
Well, you guys know I can't pick a Super I do. Bowl. I do. Th- is yeah. this you, Lance, by chance? Uh, I'm not as bad as 16 consecutive losses, uh, but not much better. But, I had the Eagles last year. But you but always just tell me the winner. You're, you always tell me it's just as hard to pick the loser as it is to pick the winner, right? Yeah, but, you know, the dog is 3-0 and against the number of the last three Super Bowls. They've covered 13 of 22. Kansas City is your dog. I could hear you talking about this to Brock yesterday, and you can go watch Lance's interview with Brock Heward at Disrupt the Media on YouTube. And I heard you talking about this, and I started thinking, there's an episode, I know you don't like Seinfeld, but there's an episode, is it George that just does the opposite of every inclination yeah, he has? Yeah. It's the opposite. If everything you do is wrong, then what you should do opposite. Yeah, yeah. Right. So, so but, but why see, don't I you think, just handicap it and say, I'm doing the exact opposite it, of that? It won't work like that. It's like Dunaway... When he started to overthink games, it, it's not the true Jimmy Landmine. I've still got to be authentic because I have gotten some right. And if I did that, that logic, and then I got it wrong again, oh, I'd be you'd so hate pissed. yourself for it. Yes, yeah, so I would rather just keep doing what I'm doing. And the, the, the true Jimmy Landmine is like LeBron James, those, the, the Miami, the three people in Miami have that dream team. Getting points on the road in Indiana? Yeah, every time they would go to Indiana, they'd be getting points. And yeah. they'd be like, how is this? Yeah, and against, getting two points against Indiana? And against the Pacers? With LeBron, Dwayne Wade, <laughs> yeah. and, and another I, guy? I remember you, the Saints are only a three-point favorite against my Tampa Bay Bucks. I mean, those yeah. were the things that you were like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa now whoa, you whoa. look at the numbers a little bit. You, you process it. I like the Jimmy spontaneous. Yeah. Um, but now I see, I see, wait a second. This team, this team is, you know, like, like yesterday I was able to see. I mean, I just knew Auburn was going to win the game. I just knew that was going to happen down at that arena. Just too big for, too, too tough of a place to win the game. Um, but sometimes I'll see a line now and I'm like, oh, this is them suckering me. Now I, I sense them suckering me into it <laughs> now. You know, I see the, I'm able to see the, Oh, why is Miami getting points at Indiana? I, those those throw up red flags. They used to not throw up red flags. Yeah, I mean, look, yeah, I think this number is right. I think the total's right. I mean, the only prop that is really interesting is the McCaffrey. And I've, I've started to go through all these props. Hmm. We'll more talk, of a Furman on the props tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, Furman joins us tomorrow. We'll talk more Super Bowl, uh, maybe in this show, but definitely a little bit on uh, tomorrow's show. Uh, when we come back... Um, Let's see. Let's go with some college football lines that are out early. Oh, I got some, Jim. Point spreads. I know. I'm not seeing any. I know. And we'll get you more from the locker room. Auburn's big win last night. Take some phone calls if you'd like. Uh, Barkley's comments from last night. All that's still to come on the show as we move forward. Being brought to you by our friends at Odie's, where it was trivia night last night. Uh, The question, who came first, Chris Rock or Mike Tyson? I'm going to say Chris Rock older than you think. I'll go Chris Rock. Dunaway? He looked older in his last television special I saw because he had a little gray creeping in. I'm going to say Chris Rock is 50, and I'm going to say Mike Tyson is 51. Well, you're way off. Wow. Uh, Chris Rock is 59 today. Uh 59? Yeah, Mike Tyson's 58. Yeah, there you go. I got it, Chris Rock. Oh, you yeah. did. That's Odie's, man. That's Odie's Tavern. <laughs> Two locations. The original we were at, Crestline, we do that every single Wednesday night. The newest location in Homewood, they'll have live music on Friday and Saturday nights. Both locations. Get in there, enjoy some incredible food from Rodney Davis. Been doing it for more than three decades. Ice cold beer buckets full of the Bud Light. Stop in, see Will Haver and that great staff. It's Odie's Tavern. Take the next round anywhere you go with official next round gear. 
Buy yours today at nextround.store. Are you ready for a winning season in your finances? Legacy Credit Union is bringing you a slam dunk deal on their credit cards. Apply for their balance transfer and pay zero balance transfer fees. That's right. There is no balance transfer fees, and they're offering a jaw-dropping 2.99% APR for the first six months. Whether you're looking to clear the court of those holiday expenses or just wanting to streamline your finances, apply online today, LegacyCreditUnion.com. Annual percentage rate, terms, and conditions may apply. See Credit Union for details. Federally insured by the NCUA. There are so many things I love about walk-ons. Authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine prepared fresh daily from scratch. A great beer selection and TVs everywhere to watch the big game every day of the week. And, of course, they've got two great locations on Highway 280 and 119 and at Hoover near the Hoover Met. Walk-ons is also a great place for happy hour. Two to six Monday through Friday with $5 moonshine swirls, $5 house pours, and half-price appetizers. And it's an easy take-home experience for the family as well. Highway 280 and Hoover with walk-ons. Stop by the New York Butcher Shop and pick up the finest in certified Angus Prime Beef steaks and burgers, premium pork chops, ribs, and all-natural chicken cut to order just for you. Their chef-prepared entrees and side dishes are the perfect dinner-to-go choice for your family and are ready to heat at home. With a great selection of fine wines and desserts, the New York Butcher Shop is your one-stop dinner shop. Two locations to serve you, Cahaba Heights and on Highway 119 in Greystone, the New York Butcher Shop. Rare quality, well-done service. Hey, there's nothing worse than waking up to a plumbing problem. Don't get caught in a flooded house. Call the guys at Hemphill Services. Adam, Chad, and the team at Hemphill are the only ones I trust to fix it and fix it right the first time. Hemphill Services does it right and always at a fair price. For all of your plumbing, cooling, and heating needs, trust the name that Birmingham has trusted since 1954. That is Hemphill Services. Call now, 205-229-2090. That's 205-229-2090. You want to look great while supporting your favorite show? You know the place to go is the official Next Round store at nextround.store. Yes, there are .store domains and we have one. From shirts to hoodies to hats and all kinds of fun stuff, you can rep the Next Round anywhere you go. At the beach, Next Round hats to block out that sun. Up north in the winter, get you a comfy Next Round hoodie. Just need something to put your $20 beer in at a game? Get you a Next Round koozie and throw that thing in your pocket. You never know what stuff Jim's going to make me put in there next. Check it out. It's the Next Round store at nextround.store store. Hey, Lance Taylor from the next round to tell you about our friends at Gutter Cap. Gutter Cap's that patented aluminum cover system that fits over most existing gutters to keep out debris and eliminate that gutter cleaning. It's back with a lifetime warranty, almost 20-year service record right here in Birmingham. Stay off that dangerous ladder forever. 45% off the retail price now if you call. GutterCapBirmingham.com. Call my good friend Chris Stewart now, 205-823-2212. Cap it, don't snap it, it's Gutter Cap. All right, we'll uh, get to uh, a phone call here, 205-734-0923, right after you hear from Jalen Williams and Janai Broom on uh, Jalen's big dunk last night that was sort of the cherry on top of Auburn's 99-81 win. Uh, Here is the picture of the dunk. Windmill goes down and then... Uh, the lights went out inside the arena after that, uh, planned, not like at Coleman earlier this year. Here is the Auburn uh, players reacting to that big breakaway dunk. Jalen, you're dunk at the end of the first half. Uh, when do you decide that you're going to go windmill on, when, on that? Because this is the second time you've done that. When the ball's in the air. When the ball's in the air. Yeah, I, I think I almost broke my wrist. <laughs> 
I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> nah, listen, we, you know, we we talk about windmills all the time. I just learned how to windmill this year. Learn from him, you know. But uh, I always want to get an uh, in-game windmill. You know, he gets it. He gets eight of them in the season, you know. <laughs> yeah, a big moment last night brought the crowd to their feet. Uh, Chris, excuse me, is it Chandler or Chris? Who's next on the phone? Chandler. Chandler Chandler is next with us. Chandler, welcome to the show. Auburn Superfan, it says. Is this Auburn Superfan 1 or Auburn Superfan 2? This is Auburn Superfan, the OG. How are you? How are you doing, Brownie? Oh, I am great, Chandler. Thank you. We talked to Auburn Superfan 2 yesterday. This is quite the honor. Yes, sir. Uh, Michael Floyd is a great friend. He's a wonderful guy. But I'm just calling in. I've heard, uh, started listening, I'll be honest, about 10 o'clock, and I've only heard uh, football talk, talking about the Super Bowl. And um, I'm wondering, why are we not talking basketball? I mean, Auburn uh, destroyed Alabama last night in the Iron Bowl. UAB plays Florida Atlantic um, in a top 25 game at Bartow Arena tonight. Sanford is on ESPNU playing UNC Greensboro. Let's focus on some basketball, baby. Yeah, I mean, Super Bowl is not a big deal. Yeah, <laughs> not yeah, at all. And, and neither is football. No. Yeah, yeah, most, most yeah. viewed uh, event in, I don't know, yeah. American history. Uh, we did talk about your, your Super Bowl earlier today. Oh. We started off the show the first 20 minutes oh, yeah. with Auburn's win over Alabama. Oh, yeah. So, um, but, yeah, it was a, a great win, great atmosphere last night. Um, I'm headed down to Gainesville tomorrow. Um, looking forward to uh, trying to get a win for the first time there since 1996. So we'll see. Yeah, another quad one opportunity for Auburn. They can start stacking those up if they can get the win. That's a tough spot, though. That's right. That's uh, right. So tell me, about, uh, tell me, tell me, super fan. Um, yes, sir. How do you feel about the team the rest of the way? Um, I feel I feel pretty good about them. Yeah. Um, now give me give me eight. Got eight games left. Give me a win loss down the stretch here. How many do you lose in the final eight? Uh, well, I've Looking at the next five games, um, that's going to be some five tough ones. We go to Gainesville, then we got South Carolina at home, Kentucky at home, and then we go to at Georgia, um, and then uh, what's the one? Uh, Tennessee. Tennessee. That's a tough one. And at Tennessee. Yeah. So at Tennessee, that that will by far be the toughest game. And then I honestly think the uh, the one that scares me the most is – uh, Saturday at Gainesville because at home I feel very confident about Auburn um, playing South Carolina and Kentucky but at Gainesville that place is just um, eating our lunch um, I mean since 1996 so um, that'll be a tough one but um, I'm excited about it and we'll see how that goes but um have y'all talked to any about UAB and their big? Yeah, we did yeah, yesterday. We, we, when, have uh, his, we have Andy Kennedy on our show. Jim, every Jim's week, got yeah. you there. Yeah, yeah, Andy Kennedy was on. Yeah, he's on our well, show. Well, I should have started listening earlier. Well, yeah. No, you should start listening every day. Yeah. That's the problem. That's right. Yeah. I yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I just wanted to say, uh, War Eagle, and uh, uh, love y'all show, and um, looking forward to uh, looking forward to hearing more uh, basketball talk. All right. Thank All you, right. Chandler. Uh, I'll give you some right now. Alabama. Well, Tennessee's a one seed, according to Lenardi. Does that surprise you guys? Oh, here, so a new, new bracketology? Yeah, here are his ones. So Tennessee bumps to a one line. They were two earlier yep. this week? Yep, they're up. Uh, Purdue, UConn, Houston, Tennessee. Those are his ones. Any surprise there? Give them again. Purdue, UConn, Tennessee. Houston. Houston, no. In that order. Purdue, UConn, no. Houston, Tennessee. Those are his technically his order. 
Um, his twos are Kansas, or wait a minute, in this order, Arizona, North Carolina, Marquette, Kansas. Nope. His threes in this order, Alabama, Wisconsin, Illinois, Iowa State. Wow, so Alabama actually moved closer to the two line than they were earlier this week. I think they were 10th, and you got them at 9 now? That's where Lenardi has them, yeah. Wow, wow. And his fours are, in this order, Auburn, Baylor, Duke, Dayton. So So Alabama would be the next two up, and Auburn would be the next three up, the way Lenardi has it laid out in his S-curve. A lot of basketball to be played. Yeah, Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Three... So Auburn is is what overall the overall uh, number thirteen thirteen so three in the top thirteen seeds in the country right now mm-hmm. from the SEC. Mm-hmm. That's impressive. That's impressive. Uh, amber alerts are going off all over the place up here right now. I know. I just yeah. got one, but mine's not. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, that's the um, that's the deal there. That's the deal from Lenardi. Yeah. Rick says, uh, anyone excited about softball season? It starts today across softball Start season. Right. Yes. Good, let's go back to these college yes. football odds. I got college yeah. football odds. That's the thing I'm yeah. most excited yeah. about yeah. right now. And, 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 and let's not forget, this is our last week of football. I know. This yeah. is it, Lance, until August. Well, can, before we, before we get to these up. lines, I'm going to tell you about legacy. But um, I, I just, Can we get Forrester's microphone? I, yeah. I know Taylor was excited at the game last night about this Auburn win. Uh, Forrester, we have... We 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 have a, a graphic built for a caller all of a sudden? What happened? <laughs> uh Chandler's a buddy of mine. So uh Oh, I, so you know I, him. I, I'm yeah. familiar with Chandler. Oh, okay. Uh, Auburn Superfan one. <laughs> OG. OG <laughs> Auburn Superfan. Yeah. This is like um, yeah, Scott. I mean, it's of course Scott it, being it's, a, it wasn't just ready to go. I made it on the fly. Yeah, yeah so, I know well, of I know you, you did. I know you do it very fast, but you got to remember we're in Birmingham, Alabama. Yes. This is not Montgomery. We can't have too much Auburn on the show. Scott, is Jim worse after wins or losses? <laughs> yes. Well, <laughs> I think it's a loss. Super condescending uh, after losses. Well, I'm just saying, all of a sudden, I mean, we've got so much social media coverage of the win last night. Wow. And now we've got uh, graphics built for Auburn callers. You're right. We, we really... Barely cover Alabama. Yeah. Sold that, out, that Scott. Means- yeah. Thank, thank God it's an everything school. <laughs> so we get this year round. I mean, you get condescending, Jim, after uh, loss. I, I think, Scott, if I were in Auburn. <laughs> if I were in Coleman. Out. <laughs> yeah, <that's good>. yeah. <laughs> Scott's giving me some Coleman Coliseum treatment. By the way, my computer has died. It's oh, dead. no. My God. Yeah. Will we be able to finish the show, you think? I think so. Okay. Thank God I take. Thank God you take copious notes. I take a lot of hard, hard hey, paper R- notes. Rockstar, you know why that computer's dead? That thing's what? been cooking since 6 a.m. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> right there, that one. We all are still in the sack. Uh, I know. Well, I think I burned it up last night on our on basketball postgame show where we talked all basketball last we night. We did. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's get to these lines after I tell you our friends at Legacy, LegacyCreditUnion.com. Let's see if I can do this by memory. You have a high-interest credit card, and that uh, that uh, amount is really high there, and the interest rate on it's 23 24 25 28%. You uh, transfer that balance over to Legacy right now, and you get 2.99% APR, annual percentage rate, For six months, gives you a fighting chance to pay off that debt and get back the right way. And all new purchases, 8.90%, 8.90% with our friends at Legacy. Check them out online. Get all the details at LegacyCreditUnion.com. LegacyCreditUnion.com. Federally insured by the NCUA. Nine local branches get details all right there. Brownie, 
betting lines for some of the big college football games coming up after National Signing Day yesterday now. Yeah, these are our first look at these out of FanDuel Sportsbook. So these are available at FanDuel. I'm sure, Lance, most of these would be limited wagering, right? They would yeah, you, you probably got $1,000 yeah. max on most of these right now. Yeah, uh, Florida State. At Georgia Tech, I only bring that up because it's the week zero game. It is played in Dublin, Ireland, and Florida State's a 12.5-point favorite in that one. I would have said more. I've got some totals, too. I would have gone 14 and a half. Would you now? Mm-hmm. 52.5 is your total in that game. I found this one interesting. North Dakota State is at Colorado week one. Uh, I would say Colorado is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I'd have wow, that seven. low? Yeah. I'd have it's about eight, seven. It's 8.5. I thought 8.5 yeah. was low. You yeah. got it at three? Uh, this reminds North me... North Dakota you, State's still FCS, right? They have yeah, not moved on. But you guys remember when they played at Kansas State to start a season like in 2014 or 15? Yeah. And the number was about seven, and they actually won that game. Week one SEC game. Here you go. we got some SEC games here. Week one SEC games. Uh, Texas A&M playing host to Notre Dame. A&M is... That's about a pick, probably. A&M maybe one. Uh, I've got A&M at uh, two and a half. One and a half. Lance is... Closer. Uh, total of 50 and a half for that game in College Station. These totals kind of seem low, to be honest with you, for college yeah. football games. Clemson at Georgia. Now, we had seen this one. I can't remember who had this number out. Uh, DraftKings, somebody had this number out. I think out. it was FanDuel that they, they had some really quick ones right after the national championship. Yeah, I would put this right around two touchdowns, 14, 14 and a half. 12 and a half. Yeah. So you're, you're fairly close to that one. 48 and a half is your total there. That is actually not in Athens. It is a neutral site game. And that's what stunned me. I remember the first time we looked at this one. Right was that a neutral site game in Clemson's almost a two-touchdown dog to Georgia. In Athens, I could have believed it. But it's Atlanta, so... Yeah, but that's nothing like playing in Athens. But remember, you made the point that, Jim, it's not like Clemson's that far away from Atlanta either. Yeah, tons of Clemson fans yeah. in Atlanta. Two I mean. hours from Clemson, hour from yeah. Athens. Uh, LSU at Lance's beloved USC. Now, again, this is a uh, Vegas, this is game. A Vegas game, so this is a neutral site. LSU at USC. I would say LSU is going to be a four and a half point favorite. I'll go seven and a half. LSU favored by six in this game. Now, here's a total for you: sixty-six and a half. Yeah, yeah. we ain't got much defense in that you, one. Basing on the defenses we saw, yep. uh, you know, the lasting image of both LSU and USC. This seems like a shootout. They were the two um, bigger name bad defenses in college football yep. last year. Feels weird saying this but another sec game texas is at michigan yeah week two game here i'd have texas minus two yeah i think texas can be a slight favorite i think two to three is about the number two and a half total of 49 and a half we've seen a look ahead on this one georgia at alabama we talked to Furman about this one i remember when this number was out yeah this is one i'm most interested in just to see how much it's changed because when we saw this um it was after nick saban had left i remember but you know, it wasn't after all the players had left. Well, it was after Saban had left because I remember us saying if Saban is in this game, his record versus Kirby would certainly factor yeah, in. Yeah, I'm going to say spread. Georgia three. Three and a half. Total of 53 and a half. So I don't think it's changed all that much. Yeah. Uh, Michigan at Washington. Michigan's 11 and a half at Washington. Ohio State at Oregon. Uh, I would two list favorites in the Big Ten. Ohio State's a better team. I would list Ohio State uh, two and a half. No, Ohio State's not the better team. Oregon's got the better quarterback uh, in Dylan Gabriel and a better defense, in my opinion. Uh, Caleb Downs changed that a little bit. I'm going to go Oregon. Oregon better defense than Ohio State? I think it will no. be this year. I'm going to go Oregon minus one. Jim is correct. Oregon is favored in this game early at FanDuel by one and a half, 57 and a half your total there at Altson. Again, can't believe I'm saying this. SEC game at the Texas State Fair, Texas at Oklahoma. 
Oklahoma, uh, Texas is a 10.5 point favorite. Total is 60.5. One of the biggest games in the SEC. Maybe your two favorites when the voting is done. Georgia at Texas. Georgia at Texas. Uh, I'm still going to list Georgia as a favorite, too. I'm going to say Georgia 1.5. half. 1.5, 55.5 your total. Georgia at Ole Miss. Uh, Georgia is going to be a five point favorite. Yeah, I'm going to say skinnier number than thought, six and a half. Skinnier number than I would have thought, and both of you think three and a half. FanDuel has Georgia favored three and a half yeah, at Ole Miss. It'll be bumped by them. What was that game in Athens this year? Because this remember? is what you would call a big game for Lane Kiffin. Right? <laughs> I would call it <laughs> against that, a ranked team. And he wins That's, all those? No. 54 and a half is your total. Two more here Alabama at LSU. Uh, I would say LSU is going to be one and a half. Uh, LSU is the favorite. I'm going to say one and a half is a good number, but I'm going to say it bumped up to two and a half. Two and a half. Jim is correct. LSU favored two and a half, total of 59 and a half. And then the game at the end of the year. Alabama-Auburn. Uh, Michigan at Ohio State. Uh, Michigan at Ohio State. I would say Ohio State is going to be an eight and a half point favorite. Uh, that's a good number. I'm going to say still a little shine on the national championship and the uniform. I'm going to say it's seven and a half. Seven is your total in that game, or is your uh, number in that game? Yeah. So, All those changes uh, yeah. you get closer. Oh, though. it'll be yeah. du- oh, sure. it'll be double digits by the time they play yeah, that game. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Just like uh, it'll be much bigger after uh, they see Georgia on the field uh, with Ole Miss. Uh, it'll be a little bit bigger with Carson Beck out there. All right, some early lines from uh, FanDuel on that one. Uh, when we come back, Rockstar has our four downs today and uh, more from the locker room that we've sprinkled in throughout of Auburn's win last night against Alabama, 99-81. That's coming up on the show that's being brought to you in part by our friends at Hemp Hill Services, LT. Yeah, make that call today. Make sure your HVAC unit ready to keep up with this changing weather. Adam, Chad, Andrew, the guys at Hemp Hill Services, trust the name. Birmingham has trusted since 1954 for all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs. Hard to stop a train, 205-229-2090 or online, hemphillservices.com. Call the next round now at 205-734-0923. Spring weather is here, and our friends at Hemp Hill Services are offering a $69 HVAC tune-up, plus 10% off any service call when you mention the next round. Call Adam, Chad, and the guys at Hemp Hill Services. Make sure your HVAC unit is ready to keep up with the changing weather. Hemp Hill Services, locally owned and operated independent train dealer. The team can service all makes and models. For all of your plumbing, heating, and cooling needs, call Hemp Hill Services. It's hard to stop a train. 205-229-2090 or HemphillServices.com. That's 205-229-2090, HemphillServices.com. For more than 40 years, Red Wing Shoes has been helping the hardworking people of Alabama. This is why Red Wing Shoes has created the three-step comfort solution. Step one, a certified fit specialist will use a 3D scan to electronically measure your feet and arches. Step two, the fit specialist helps you get the appropriate footwear for your occupation. Step three, customize your boot or shoe with a Red Wing orthotic. Whether you have a high arch or flat feet, Red Wing has comfort solutions for you. So experience comfort at its best. Visit one of the Red Wing Shoe stores located in Pelham or Trussville. There are so many things I love about walk-ons. Authentic, mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine prepared fresh daily from scratch. A great beer selection and TVs everywhere to watch the big game every day of the week. And, of course, they've got two great locations on Highway 280 and 119 and at Hoover near the Hoover Met. Walk-ons is also a great place for happy hour. Two to six Monday through Friday with $5 moonshine swirls, $5 house pours, and half-price appetizers. And it's an easy take-home experience for the family as well. Highway 280 and Hoover with walk-ons. 
Fire damage to your home or business is something you never want to consider. Ryan Brown here from the next round. But in the horrible event it happens, Dry Tech is here to help. They respond quickly and will reply to you within 20 minutes when you call 205-637-0143. They're working for you, the customer, not the insurance company. They've got five crews ready to go 24-7. Don't call the insurance company first. Call Dry Tech. Just remember this website, mydrytech.com. That is mydrytech.com. The Double Down Media Podcast family is live and full of content for all ages. The Mystery Fifth Hour gives the next round host a chance to talk about everything but sports. Pour a glass of Bama and Bourbon, our weekly college football conversation, while sipping on some of the most interesting pours in the bourbon world. And in our Not For All Ages podcast, The Last Call, LT takes off the gloves for in-depth conversations with stars like Taylor Hicks, presented by Redmont Vodka. Find these podcasts and more by searching The Next Round on Apple, Spotify, and on our website, nextroundlive.com. Hey, let me tell you about our friends at Urology Centers of Alabama. Compassionate and comprehensive urological care with 35 physicians, 17 locations across Alabama. Their patient-centered approach to all of your urological needs. Remember, they've got that new men's health center. It is beautiful, helping men with a wide range of sensitive male issues in a comfortable environment. You can always go online, visit urologycentersalabama.com, schedule an appointment with one of their many urologists today. Back with you on the next round as we get ready. Nate Oates uh, sort of second-guessing himself after the loss last night uh, down in Tuscaloosa. Uh, this is him after – what was the final – do you off the top of your head remember the paints and the points? Just a Points guess, of the paint, 24 to yeah, points something, the paint. something like that. It was a lot to not as many as you would thought. And Nate Oates afterwards second-guessing the way he coached this basketball game. We didn't want to double because I, I saw other teams that doubled and gave up a bunch of threes to them. In hindsight, as bad as we lost, maybe we should have doubled more and you know, and then tried to rotate around and try to take the three away. You know, they only hit five threes tonight. Problem is, they went to the free throw line fifty times and shot forty out of fifty free throws. And they're you know they're bigs, nine for ten, nine for eleven between their starting four and five and Williams and Broom, and they're both good. They're they're two of the better. I mean, they may have the best front court when you look at a four and a five in the league. And we, we didn't do a very good job of it, you know. And part of it's we started small and they punished us, and we we, we got to have a better answer for it if we're going to continue to start small like that. Yeah, Alabama is uh, further ahead than I thought they were going to be this season, record-wise. Um, yeah, based but, but, on where we saw them earlier, then when they won 10 of 11, I would agree with you. Yeah, but... Um, they the and you made this point earlier. When you get to the tournament, which Alabama will be in, Auburn will be in. Brown was talking about the seeds. Um, I think there are more teams that can be a bad. <laughs> Lutzford's mic was all by the way. I sound like a cat getting what? gutted. You have no idea. Yeah, that was you, Rockstar. Or was that, that was Lutzford? Lutzford. He sneezed so hard he turned his own mic on. <laughs> That's hard to do. <laughs> um, he, uh, when, you, when you get to the tournament, matchups are so important. It just feels like the way Alabama is built with the lack of size inside, uh, that they are, there are more teams that they'll be not matched up with well out there than Auburn. Auburn can beat you a multitude of different ways, it seems. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I, what I'm saying? I, yeah. I think Alabama almost has to go on one of these Loyola Marymount runs. Where they're just so hot behind the if they want to go really deep in this tournament. I mean, that's what is so scary though is that because there's not a post presence. Their defense is 
is at times so bad that, I mean, Auburn scored 99 last night. And you look at what Auburn did the second half at Ole Miss. And in this game, their last three quarters, they are lighting up the scoreboard. I told Dunaway last night, the points in the paint was a 14-point spread. So that's my apologies, 40 to 26. I told Dunaway last night, Lance, and I would not have said this preseason, but I think it's 100% true right now. If you could, <laughs> Alabama misses Charles Bediaco far more than they miss Brandon Miller. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, get get his reaction to this. Well, I mean, I'm in, and look, I'm not saying, oh, if they had Charles Bediaco, I'm just saying it's the obvious thing they're missing is a Charles Bediaco. Yeah, I think he would definitely be a difference maker. And where is Bediaco right now? Yeah, I mean, I think he's playing G League, yeah. right? And, and I think at, he had an injury he's done for the year. And Miller, Alabama's still getting the offense. They don't need more offense. They need more defense. And they, their defense has fallen way off, and Bediaco would fix a little bit of that. I don't know that it would 100% fix their issues defensively, but it fixed a little bit of that. I never thought that they would miss Bediaco more than they miss Brandon Miller, but 100% they do. Yeah, Because yeah. they get pushed around on the inside, like Nato's talking about. Okay, so you double broom. What's Jalen Williams going to do to you? My only pushback is I thought Brandon Miller was really good defensively, too. So he does play That's true. better I'm defensively not that than some of the yeah. guys who are on the court right now. That, that I mean, is the, true. the Hornets suck, but that guy is making it look easy. Yeah, right now. J.D., uh, he's had, what, four or five straight 20-plus <laughs> uh, point games. I think JD, uh, Rookie of the Week back back-to-back weeks is in Huntsville he's next with us hey JD welcome to the show man how are you JD mm, I believe JD may have uh, given up the phone yeah okay and handed uh, the phone to somebody uh, with that in mind let's jump to our four downs then brought to you by our friends at Slice LT tell us about Slice uh, four great locations for you get in see the Bajaya brothers uh, the late Jeff Bajaya is one that created this incredible concept local pizza local ingredients from the hot mama the soul pie you're going to absolutely love it it is uh, Slice Birmingham uh, SliceBirmingham.com four locations for you soon to be that fifth in Homewood get in go see our friends lunch or dinner at Slice first down what is the single most you'll understand when you're older thing uh why daddy needs to spend some time with mommy <laughs> uh you know i think um i think kids probably realize that at an early age i don't know uh, I had you'll a, understand it when you're older i had a friend recently tell me that uh his son who i know walked in on uh, mommy and daddy wrestling one time and he's like that's something that's hard to come back from right Ooh, there. Really yeah. Is. yeah. Yeah, I would say... I, I think he tried to uh, make his comeback later that night. And the wife was like, if you think that's still happening tonight, you're out of your mind. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It, uh, might, it may be weeks. That's right. Maybe therapy. My, I got to get my mind right. Yeah. Uh, school is not as bad as you think it is once you get out in the work world. That's true. Like school, you're never going to be around people your age for that amount of time ever again. Like from elementary, middle school, high school to college. With, Embrace it, enjoy it, but nobody will believe it. With very few pending obligations. I mean, you feel like everything is scheduled out for you, but you really there's not a whole lot you really have to do at that yeah. age. Yeah, and I mean, for most people, and look, situation by situation, but you really don't have a ton of responsibility as a kid. So enjoy it. And, you know, my little guy, when he's about to go back after a break, is like, oh, I just don't want to go to school. And I'm like, 
enjoy it. I couldn't figure out why my parents didn't always want to take me to the ballpark if I didn't have a game or to the skating rink or to wherever all the kids are hanging out. As a parent, I get it now. Yeah. Right? Just go, oh, God, I got to drive yeah, can't, can't wait till you're 16. Yeah, I mean, I, in my mind, I'm thinking, like, I'm getting out of your hair for three hours, but I get it now. Oh, I'm just now back to eating Chick-fil-A because, you know, the kids get to a certain age where they yeah. can't drive, and you ask them, what do you want to eat? And they're always answering Chick-fil-A. Yep. And I'm like... I cannot eat Chick-fil-A again right now. I took years off of Chick-fil-A. It's a great product. But I just, for so many years with the kids at that age, I just could not eat it anymore. Second down. What is your go-to comfort show? Uh, Mine is Curb. I mean, I can go back, and it's one of those things that where you can jump in now 12 seasons. You can jump in any season if you've watched it, even if you haven't watched it. And it's just, I know it's a running show. But I can go back any season, any episodes. It's just, it's great. Uh, I went back and picked up. Uh, it's amazing that your streaming service remembers exactly where you were. I can't tell you. I mean, it's been over a year since I watched the last episode. And I was in the middle of season one, episode six, where they have a wire in their backyard. Called and, a wire. Yeah. And it's called a wire. And they have to get rid of the wire. There's a what will you finish first? The bond uh, catalog, or do you think it will be Curb? <laughs> I'm not. A, I, I, I don't. It, it may be. It may be Curb. But my comfort show, though, is The West Wing, um, because it just made um, made America feel like we eventually all will work together, even though we're on different sides of the aisle. And I really wish it was more um, us all working together and making America good um, or great. However, do you want to describe it again? <laughs> again, mine is uh, mine is Steve Carell era Office. Or, and both of these got mentioned very quickly in the chat room, or The Family Guy. I just love that The Family Guy is completely irreverent across the board, and it's never been canceled. Like, nobody can get pissed about it because they make fun of absolutely everything. Third down. What's one thing that almost everyone predicted wrong? Um, Y2K. Y2K. It is Y2K. Y2K. Yeah. I beeped it in. Uh, Y2K, man. If you, hey. if you didn't live through it, yeah. I mean, Today Show, uh, Nightly News. And by the way, people don't even watch those things anymore. But there used to be this uh, hour in the evening or a half hour in the evening where there was national news on every network. Network for you kids who are over-the-air yeah. television. And, I mean, they covered it like it was a chance it was the end of the world. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and the Mayan calendar a little bit for people that really believe in 2012. Yeah. I mean, when is the next apocalypse coming? Uh, there's reports every day. Yeah. 24, oh, 25, yeah. we 27. Just, we just had a huge asteroid. The closest one, it was the size of the Empire State Building. Yeah. That passed the closest to Earth as it has in history the other day. And we didn't act like it was with white. Yeah, but it was still probably a solar system away. Gary, only 1.7 million miles away. That little chin music is right in the chat room. The COVID thing was a disaster. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people got a lot of stuff wrong. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. Um, I would say Y2K, the Aztec calendar or the Mayan calendar, whatever the crap it was, didn't really. I never really bought into that. Yeah, I don't really trust civilizations that are now extinct. Yeah. Fourth down. That's a great point. Have you ever been sexually harassed by a woman? I have. Would you call a woman I had just met grabbing my butt sexual harassment? Yeah, that counts. Okay, then yes. Uh, were you at work? I was not. 
Yeah, I mean, if you're at the, if you're at the floor, Bama, it, it doesn't count. If you're at work, <laughs> Why that's not being kind of sexual floor, harassed. Yeah, that, that is what is really you know everybody talks about equality in this society. Yeah, like I've had my junk grabbed quite a few times at bars. <laughs> it's my bad. Yeah. Like, but if I grab some chick's cooch. I mean, I'm probably doing time. Uh, you, I'm losing my job. I'm losing my family. You don't I'm doing understand time. the difference there, though. Yeah, no, I don't. You're more, far more powerful than the female. There's nothing she can do. Oh, you can I, overwhelm I, a female. I, wait, I, wait, I, wait, I, wait, what? You're, you don't think you're stronger than a female? It's not like. You know, if you grab somebody's cooch, you're going to take them to the ground there. I mean, it's it's the same thing. It's the same act. It, but it's... It's 1,000% the same it's act. the same act, but it's a more powerful person doing it to one sex and a less powerful sex doing it to the there other. There is no difference. There is a 1,000% difference, no difference in the power... Lance. Oh, there's a difference in the, 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 the power. I mean, but the it could street. be some meat guy. Yeah. It could be well, Feinbaum getting he, his junk grab. Feinbaum is still stronger than no. 90% of females. I guarantee you, uh, 50% of women at clubs could whip Feinbaum's ass. I mean, and that's not like a shot at Feinbaum. Oh. <laughs> no, but I disagree. No. I mean, I, I think... Uh, a chick grabbing a guy's junk and a guy grabbing a chick's cooch is the same thing. I think it's the same act. Yeah. <laughs> this is when Dunaway yeah. does clam up. Dun- anything know, controversial, Dunaway will yeah, not comment on. Uh, I, I don't want to get into an hour discussion about it, but I disagree with you. I mean, I literally. How do you disagree with me? I disagree with you because I think as men, we are a dominant sex and well, we, we should are. not treat women that way. I, no. I don't think you should treat I'm not, women but, that way. But should a woman grab your junk? Well, I, I believe that usually when that happens, the answer is no, I am not complaining about it. Right? Like, in, the, in my history of when that has happened, that usually has turned into a pretty good night that I'm not bitching about it. On the flip side of that, when that's happened to a woman, that's usually not happening something they want to happen. Uh, whether I wanted it to happen or not happen, I'm not clamming up here, I'm just giving you my opinion. When that happened to me, say at, uh, what was it, Five Points Music Hall, and we're watching a band, and they reach back and they start grabbing mine, I took that as a positive and we started kissing and it turned into a, a really good night I was looking forward to. A lot of times when it happens to a woman, it doesn't end up turning into something they're looking forward okay, to and all, that all, is the difference. Okay, all I am saying is neither one. It, it's the, if we want equality in this country, yeah. how in the hell can you grab no, some I, guy's I, junk I, I, and not be punished? You're 100% right about that. You're 100% right about that. Yeah. Well, he is, Jim. It, it I mean, is. You can dismiss him, but he's right. He's You're the one that right. you, you bitch and complain about equality. And, and I don't bitch and you complain about equality. You have equality guilt. I will go back to, while, while we're wrapping the show up, we've got a guest coming up. Uh, there was a lot of things that were wrong in the coverage of uh, the pandemic, but there were hundreds of thousands of people that died during the pandemic. So I disagree on your opinion of that a lot, too, but I never get into that either. Well, you could. Uh, I mean, we, uh, we I shut know, down the country for no reason. For no reason. Yeah, but when they were making those decisions, we at shut the down time, the country for no reason. It was a Republican president. Okay, we, we got we it were wrong. making the decision to do that at the time. The guy's about to be president again. When he made the decision to do that at the time, we got it he wrong. Was, he was making it with the best information he had at the time. I'm just saying, you don't he know got it what's wrong, happening though. when you go back six months later and look at it in the rearview mirror. We could all be undefeated coaches if we know what the hell is going to happen. Top of the hour here. Now that I've been unclammed, we talk basketball when we come back. Everything Alabama, all the time. Subscribe and set alerts at Roll Tide Pods on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts.